podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. And this week we got Three Ninjas Kick Back, the 1994 TriStar Pictures release from Sheen Productions Inc. and Leeds slash Ben Ami Productions Incorporated. And 2014's Top Shelf Records release, there were, of the pressings of 10 inches, there were 164 black, 384 deep purple, 524 cyan blue, and 20 test presses, Kick by Sundials. <laughs> cool. How's that level of detail? I have the 10, the 10 inch, actually. What color? Is it the cyan blue, the purple, Dude, or the black? I think it... You don't know? I think it's purple or black. It's I just out remember. in the other room, right? It is in the other room. Do you, do you want to stall? I'll get uh, it later. Yeah, sure. I can stall. <laughs> no. Here, stall. Oh, it's here too. Dude, I'm busy playing fucking Diablo. <laughs> he's playing Diablo, but he's sitting right next to us being a weirdo. As you can tell, there's no Tyler. Yeah, what's what's he up to this week? I'm Tyler now. <laughs> uh, Tyler, he's, you've been usurped. Yeah, he's been replaced. Good riddance to bad rubbish. True. That's a phrase, right? Good riddance to bad rubbish? That's a phrase. I believe it. Look it up. Uh, Mike, what have you been listening to? Um, uh, This is off topic, but I thought a cool band name would be Wikipedia. <laughs> That'd be a good band name, right? Yeah, I guess. I made a note that says that. That's dumb. <laughs> um, I listened to that uh, that Rise Against record, RPM, the f- like one of the first ones. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was home from school sick one day when I was like a little kid and listened to that. And I was like, damn, this band's cool. <laughs> Wait, and you rechecked it out? Yeah, and it's pretty okay. good. Yeah, it's okay. got that that song <laughs> interesting uh, i saw that that show uh tiger's job played with the menzingers and they were going to play with culture abuse but culture abuse dropped and roger harvey kind of came in last minute and saved the day and so i've been listening to roger harvey a bunch lately cool and um our friend mark who is on the 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 quo episode uh <laughs> sent me an album by this guy named tommy guerrero who's like a skateboarder okay he has an album called road to nowhere and it's like indie funk desert eddie guerrero? jazz yeah oh yeah sorry cheat to win by eddie guerrero <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry uh, lie cheat and steal by eddie guerrero my bad yeah um uh what about you been listening to anything cool um well i'll just do a little gig report i saw a webbed wing <laughs> uh last week oh that's cool what's that been like uh they're cool you'd probably not really like them too much <laughs> Uh, they're not really your style. How's the bass in that band? Uh, it could be a lot better. No, um, that is true. <laughs> uh, this band from Delaware, Dolphin Hotel, opened, and then they have a cool name. Actually, it's I don't know. What it, I don't know what it's from. If it's from anything or what it means, but I like it. They had technical difficulties the first night. They did. Second night, they were great though. Oh, you saw the multiple nights. How's that? I uh, they played both shows. What um. <laughs> Why were you at both shows? Oh yeah, just big big web wing fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, they're they're great. The second and then Cherry played. Cherry they're played. Yeah. They're good. Uh, and then web wing rocked the house. Cherry uh, was demoing a new song. Shout out to the boys. Cherry was demoing a new song at the uh, at the bunk that weekend as well. So they're working on new content. Ooh, <laughs> new <that>. content. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a fun weekend. And then I've also I got a couple more. I've listened to a lot of uh, that rapper the baby. Oh yeah, his record baby on baby. He has another record called Kirk. He put out two records this year. Kirk, uh, okay. Baby on Baby is the one though. That that's really good. That one came out earlier in the year. Okay. Uh, I listened to shout out to friend of us, Perry Shall. Yeah. Uh, Wildflowers Wild of, of America, Lost in the Salvation Army. That record's really cool. Definite um, Elvis Costello, Buzzcock kind of vibe there. Yeah, I like for it sure. a lot. Um, I got two more. Have you listened to this band called Notches, Mike? No. I think you would sure like it's not it. Like sleep, you sure it's, it's not like no chase, like night. No, it's okay. not like no chase. Uh, they're playing here soonish. I think in January at 
Cousin Danny's. Um, yeah, I've still never been to Cousin I Danny's. I think you should check it out. Neither have I, actually. It's an old strip club, right? Eh. <laughs> Grunted, so that means yes. It's like an after-hours bar. It's not my favorite. <laughs> Where Local <laughs> Cousin Danny's expert on the show. Yeah. Local grunting expert. Uh, eh. No, but Notches is cool. I think you should check him out. You would like yeah, him, I think. check him out. Pretty, pretty uh, catchy. And then, oh, yeah, that's right. Is a card carrying member of Cousin Danny's. But you've never been? No, he's been. Oh, where? Okay. You've just never been. It has his yeah. email address on it. <laughs> Dude, this shit's expired. Yeah. It has an expiration date and it is expired. You got to get that renewed, brother. I also, I don't think it's ever been effective. <laughs> I was the end of the show's yeah, cheap. That's awesome, actually. It's cool. That's a cool idea. I just wanted the card. Anyway, Great we're getting colors. Off, we're getting off topic. Uh, welcome back to Wine and Cheese Podcast. Well, any records? I'm Joey. I'm Mike. <laughs> uh, Dude, you got your email address on here. <laughs> That's what we do when we reset ourselves uh, as of last two weeks ago. Oh, shoot you an email. Anyway, last one I got is a band I sent Mike today, and I think he liked it. I can't really tell. Like us Orbit. Yeah. That's very cool. The record is called Chosen No Ones. That shit rocks. They were. That's that's going to. I think it's going to make its way into my top 10 at the late entry here. How did you hear about that band? They seem pretty on the down low. They. So the first time I found out about them, Big Nothing, shout out Pat Graham. How they played with them? They. Well, they made a. I like it when artists make playlists on Spotify of stuff that they like and mm-hmm. they put it on their band page. Big Nothing put a playlist on their band page that's just like songs we like. And there was a song by them on there from their last record. Cool. Or like an EP they did or something. And then I think just from like randomly. Well, and then, okay. So I was listening to Notches the other day and I was like, oh, I wonder if this band's playing anytime soon. And they are playing a show not here with like a Zorbit, but somewhere else. And I was like, oh, there's that band again. That's cool. I'm going to recheck them out. Yeah. And then I noticed they just came out with a new LP and that it's really good. Yeah. Are they from Chicago? Did I see? Is it? I think they're from Massachusetts. Mass- oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. They're from Massachusetts. You're right. Um, yeah. So if there's one thing you, you listen to me talk about just now, look, check that one out. That was yeah. really good. It's very good. I yeah. checked it out on the train this morning. Very nice. That's all I got. Drowned out the home of the train. Oh yeah. Yeah, what have you been listening to? Secret guest whose voice we're definitely going to masquerade. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Queensway. Oh, yeah. Was, that new right EP on. is it's really hard. good. Some shut brain shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new Dark Thoughts. I yes. listened to that like six times today. I might buy that right now. Yeah, I'm actually uh, bringing it up on my browser as we speak. Very good friend of the pod, at least friend of mine, Jim Shomo. I've yeah, never met Jim, but I love homie. your band. I've talked Jim. to him like twice. Nice guy, though. The big homie. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Anton Ruff. <laughs> oh, name which, your price? Which I just learned about and love yeah, very much now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, 1231, Cousin Danny's. Guess who's playing there? Dark Thoughts. There you go. Must oh, be look nice. at that. They're also Ooh. playing on They're New playing with Smart Hearts. That band it's rules. A release show, I believe. I think you're right. Yeah. Damn. Oh, New Year's Eve? Mm-hmm. I might go to that. I, I would go if I wasn't working... A fucking clutch show. <laughs> Cut his mic now. This is a pro clutch pl- podcast. You mean anti? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn. I won't. I won't stand for uh, shit talking clutch. Okay. Well, my favorite band. <laughs> I like clutch and I like Viva La Bam. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's We're, get into the other part. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. We we have surpassed the what are you listening to section. We're on to the what is this album section. <laughs> <laughs> this album is tw- the official name. 2014 Top Shelf Records, uh, Kick by Sundials. I don't yeah. really know much about Sundials. Really? They had the split with Sprainerd, and I like that a lot. They did have the split with Sprainerd. Um, their two LPs are really good. Um, this is, I'd what's call the this one, like when I couldn't breathe? LP. 
Yes. That yeah, that the, one's really good, man. That was their last one, right? They recorded they recorded Might that. The first uh, one. I know the blue one is the first one. Okay. This uh kick was recorded at Noisy Little Critter in Westchester PA with Mike Bardzik, Spray Nerd Everyone Everywhere, who the band also worked with on their last studio LP, When I Couldn't Breathe. Oh, look at that. There you uh, go. Yeah, okay, so Never Settle is the first one, I guess, and then there's Always Whatever, which is like all the EP stuff collected, mm-hmm. When I Couldn't Breathe, and Kick. Hell yeah. Uh, Kick, as I mentioned earlier, on the best record format, the 10-inch. Would you like to uh, share why we did Kick kicking this week? Oh my gosh, yeah. So the theme this week is kicking because the other day, and if you listen to Film Friends this past week you already heard me tell this story but uh i posted a picture of me doing a high kick in my new kicks and then mike very rudely responded and said he could kick higher than me which i still Um, believe we'll we'll get to that later during the break possibly Mm -hmm. uh and so i was like dude i'll kick a dang apple off your head william tell style and And, then and i said that i'd kick an apple off the apple on top of your head yeah it's it's called kind of messed up it's called one upsmanship i think mike's a little taller than me like so five, I might ten, need five, I might need two apples for it to be level with his one. Already making excuses. I like it. How tall are you? Five ten, five eleven. All right, we're the same height. Yeah. All right. That's all. Uh, Mr. Uh, guest. What are the regulation? Six three. What's the regulation <laughs> uh, apple size? Six three. <laughs> Let's look at average apple. Hey Liam, we're looking stuff up this time. Just inching our podcast closer to barely talking about the source material. <laughs> <laughs> uh, small apples are approximately two and one quarter inches in diameter. Medium apples are approximately two and three quarter inches in diameter. Large apples are approximately three and three quarters inches in diameter. So, so it really depends two on two and a quarter uh, to three and three quarters. Well, then you get into different types of apples. Are like the Granny Smiths typically bigger than the uh, the other ones? What, we got one right here. Looking at a Gala apple here. We could use that one later. We might. Might have uh, to. We should probably use this one that's all... Cr- oh, that's uh, that's a pomegranate. Uh, a pomegranate. <laughs> anyway, so welcome back to Wine and Jesus. <laughs> I'm Mike. Joey. <laughs> Sundials is an emo band. Is that right? That's it. Look at that. Thank you no. uh, to our aggregated source. We have an API that runs overnight <laughs> and checks all these things for us, but it's with um, is this band emo.com from... Uh, was that shit called? Washed up emo. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, they're from Richmond. Yeah, I feel like Virginia. Some cool bands of this time came out around. Came out from Richmond. Let's play one real quick. Let's play Stun Spore. Oh yeah, dude. This is maybe the the jammiest of jams on here. I think this is my favorite. I so wrote far. some solid woes. Great woes. Could always use more woes. This is my. Is this the only song with woes in it? I feel like Gainer Grip has some. Oh, maybe. Like a lot of them have that like drunk punk outro. Yeah, big chorus. They're, they're kind of like a um, like a fast band, I guess, a little bit. I don't know if they really played it that much, but they yeah. sound like it. Yeah, the shit rules. I love this band. Um, when I couldn't breathe is really good. You never heard that one. Which one is that? Oh, that's the album. The other LP. Yeah, yeah. I gotta check. I mean, or the I, LP. I should have listened to more of them, but I didn't. So deal with it. Sorry, I'm checking out on the uh, Dark Thoughts Bank account right now. Actually, throwing some ducats real fast. How many ducats you throwing them? I'm not gonna brag, dude. Two hundred dollars, whatever. Uh, just a little, little walking around money. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just don't spend it all in one place, guys makes a lot of sense why they have a split with Sprainerd. Like, they're also a three-piece, I they assume. Are. I don't really know. but Okay, so they they don't have the any riffs or anything. So I feel They like were a three-piece, piece, 
Um, and I think by the time this came out, they were four piece. Oh, because on the Asian Man Records website, it calls them a three piece, but on the Top Shelf Records website, it calls them a four piece. Oh, so they were a four piece and dropped down to a three piece. No, I think it was the opposite. I think oh. they started three. They started then, on Asian Man Records and then went to Top Shelf. Yes, interesting. Or at least Kick was. Wait, what did Kick come out on? Kick was on Top Shelf. Yeah, so Kick came out on Top Shelf, but I think some of their earlier stuff came out on Asian Man. Damn, interesting. Yeah. I would have assumed it was Asian Man's what it once was, to be uh, honest. I don't think Top Shelf's what it once was. I had kind of fallen well, off with Top Shelf by this point already. Could be one of those things where maybe they're pals with Top Shelf and they put out like one, their last release or something. That could be. They're have from you the listen, Northeast. Have you listened to the band Viri, which the vocalist is also in, put out a demo maybe two years ago? Spell that, please. V-E-E-R-Y. Can you describe the origin of the word? Um, let's look it up. I don't even know Can what you it use it in a sentence? Uh, this band, Viri, rocks the house, dude. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. No, so I've not That's a type of, of bird. Oh. Viri is a small North American thrush species, a member of the group of closely related and similar species in the genus. Yeah, you know. You know, about, you know about genuses and hermit thrush and mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a cute little fella. Uh, look him up, guys. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah anyway so that that record that ep thing is pretty cool it's a little bit more like chaotic there's definitely some like i don't know i'm kind of getting like a, but the first influence not influence but the first comparison i draw right now is like bear shark kind of but it's not really oh, even like that like shouty vocals yeah kind of shoutier okay so and just like, like heavier sounding yeah was that after this band or during this bit like a side it was after okay. so it was only a couple years ago i think True. Well, Sundial's kind of been on hiatus since maybe the last year, mm-hmm. but I feel I feel like they never actually broke up. But okay. I found their Facebook, and um, they played a show the summer of 2018 when like one of the members was moving to New England, and maybe another member was moving to actual England. Oh, so I would okay. assume that they're not doing much. Yeah, they're on a an extended hiatus. I, I would yeah, assume. yeah. The first two songs I think have a fe- they have like female vocals. I assume is there a female in the band? I don't think they do. No, let's try. I'll, I'm going to check real quick. I'm going to put on <laughs> Splinter because I I know there's uh, there's like there's not, but I mean maybe for the song. The note I have for this one is the chorus is real good. The why can't? Oh yeah, look at that. Telling you. The why can't I pick myself up part is pretty cool. Okay. I like, do you remember that in the chorus? Why a little bit. Pick myself up. I'm like pretty into it right from the get go though. It's it doesn't mess around. It's yeah. Right the it. first two tracks start off really good. Yeah. There's like kind of like a weird. There's like a lot of talks about phobias in this. What about arachnophobia? On deal on track one they talk about agoraphobia, mm-hmm. and then on um. What's the other one. Which one do they talk about? Oh, on Kick, they oh, talk about arachnophobia. I think, or either that one or Eugene, maybe. It's one of the ones toward the end, I think. But, yeah, uh, I think it's Kick. Um, um, Deal, and I was like, it's pretty straightforward. I feel like they could use like some effect on the guitar. Yeah, but or it's like, like a good pretty, opener, though. Yeah, I guess. It kind of like hits ground running for you a little bit. You for know? sure, yeah. Uh, um, I'm honestly kind of surprised I never really checked this band out, because like, Gained a Grip, I think, is where I kind of really started to pick up interest in it because it's like a little longer the first two kind of i feel like it's almost like the weaker track uh, of the group okay game to grip i don't know there has i wrote uh i've been doing lately the thing that you do where you like make a note on every song yeah it's fun game to grip i wrote emo lyric alert the only depth to this is that you let me dig my own grave whoa There's some there's some good lyrics on this. One. I th- I feel like the lyrics for uh, Kick are really good. They're like hard on the sleeve. Kind yeah, of they are. And that's a very like bass heavy. They're like wordy track. without seeming wordy. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
Kick or sorry, Eugene is a really good song too. Eugene, I, I feel like that's the one that's kind of like a that's like the most fest song. I'm gonna put that on real quick. I feel like that's the most <laughs> fest song. Like yeah. Like I picture people arm in arm swaying back and forth with so PBRs sweaty. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. This is good. Yeah. Did you check for any videos? I don't have any. Yeah, There's like some live stuff, but I didn't watch any of it. They have a teaser for Kick. Oh, they did. Did you see that? It's like uh, one I of didn't them watch something it. Something across the kitchen. It's like presumably food, and it lands on a plate where they have written Kick and ketchup. And like ketchup. Yeah. That's you cool. You know about it? More. Uh, I didn't watch it. But I just saw the plate. True. More bands should do teasers. Yeah, dude. Um. That's kind of all I got. Yeah. It's like hard to find information on them. This is like a kind of a funny quote. Like it's kind of stupid, but it's accurate. Um, That magazine Razor Cake, which is actually pretty cool. Okay. um, Described them as college town blues played with a punk heart and the ramshackle catchiness of nineties indie, which like is not inaccurate. But that I just, why would you ever use the word ramshackle? They just wanted to find a way to use the word ramshackle. (laughs) Uh, What else you got? I really don't have much else. I got Weird Al titles, but no, I really I, I, I got liked one. it. Yeah. What's your Weird Al? I got two, as I've been known to do. Mm-hmm. Peeling instead of uh, dealing. Dealing. It's a song about sunburn. Oh, I was thinking bananas. Oh, could be. I mean, it could be. You know, or that's, peeling that's, out. That's your these are your interpretation. Mine would be about, mine would be about peeling out. Gained a grip. I would do uh, sprained my hip, or I can keep it. Uh, keep my parodies <laughs> about like you know, maladies or whatever you call it. injuries. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word. Yeah. Cool. Two great ones. Thank you. Uh, uh, yes, you're welcome. Mine is instead of Eugene, I got Springsteen. Okay. And it's about Bruce Springsteen. Oh, Bruce. One of the. Oh, Bruce. <laughs> a friend of mine went to college. Okay, hang on. Let me trace it back real quick. A friend of mine from high school, his friend he met from college, his best friend lived next door to Bruce Springsteen's son at his college and then would go back to like the Springsteen household all the time and hang with Bruce. That's kind of cool. So it's a kid that I've met. If I, I should have just said that. This kid I met yeah. once. Yeah. But uh, he said he's a nice guy. Yeah. Very, very uh, generous with his wealth. <laughs> all right. That's cool. My aunt he also just gave... Played, he just did a little, one of those little pop-ins at uh, Stone Pony not that long ago. Really? One of his infamous pop-ins. My aunt gave him a B12 shot in his ass one time. Before he played a show Bruce in, in Florida, yeah, that's like the coolest brag. She's like, uh, yeah, I saw his ass. Kind of buried that one. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> you can either do it in your arm or your ass. And she was like, Bruce, I gotta, you gotta drop him. I gotta see that butt. That is not true. That's true. She was like, as I might never get this chance again. Yeah, I. Did, so she did. She didn't even give him the arm option. No, I, well, I mean, that's the way she plays it off. She was like, off the, the only way this is gonna work if it's in your ass, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Pretty cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Good. What's who, who? What's her name? What's her full name? Amy Beep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sundial is great. Um. So okay. So we didn't talk about the length. It is an EP. It is so an it's EP. seventeen minutes forty four seconds. So, great. Honestly, it's pretty, it's pretty six, good. Six tracks. Is that what it yeah. is? The um, the longest one is oh Eugene at the end is four forty nine. But like in the middle, there's kind of like a, a long three twenty track, which is the longest one to that point. Was that Sunspore, maybe? 
gain a grip. Okay. Which I kind of like. I Like the first two cut before I, you know, I'm just starting to get into them when they cut. Oh, yeah. They're a little shorter. A little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. Boring. Uh, <laughs> Pitchfork, there's none, but Punk News gave it a 7 out of 10. What would you give it, Mike? Uh, I'd give it like a 6 out of 10. I think I'd give it a 7 as well. Yeah. I like it, but I I mean, again, it's only an AP too. It's kind of like, really... yeah, yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where it's not like fully realized. It's mm-hmm. just like these are the songs we had left. I should really check out the rest of the EPs. And, or I guess they have that EP collection. They have When I Couldn't Breathe and they have Never Settle. Yeah. I think you would like the LPs because they're definitely, this is like very polished. In, yeah. Um, the other ones are a little, in comparison. a little more gritty. They're a little more gritty, yeah. I'm looking at uh, the fans also like it's the most fest lineup. It's like Timeshares, Good Luck, Sprainerd, Thousand Dares, Bridge and Tunnel, Cheap Girls, Hard Girls, and Get Bent. That's oh, Cheap Girls and Hard Girls. Cheap Girls and Hard Girls. Wow. Vacation and summer vacation. <laughs> yeah. So, cool. All right. Well, uh, let's play one, and then we'll uh, we'll come back and we'll give you the re- results of the kicking contest. Yeah. What haven't we played yet? Dealing. Uh, we've not played dealing yet. Let's, let's do play it. Dealing. All right. Cool. Yeah, it gets weird sometimes. I forget how small this town is. One says, "Hey, you look familiar." The other says, "I live here too." Sometimes when I close my eyes, I can feel like I'm. Nobody's allowed inside It's a sign That's what I'm used to now I guess I'm stuck in my own way Dealing with Agoraphobia Yeah I love podcasts come back mid-sense Like, oh, you just missed hey, it Good stuff <laughs> We're really, we're back this Wait, time. Did you hear the director's cut, dude. Just <laughs> why don't you marry the post office already, dude? Uh, we're back. We're back. We're out of breath. We just did a kicking contest. We just had a kicking con. I don't think we documented it. Full at all. disclosure: I'm a little sick, so. Uh-huh. Here we go. Well, there's a lot of confirmation bias going on here. We're hey. just saying, oh, well, I live with Joey. I like him better. So. Mike's sick all of a sudden. Well, guess what, Mike? I've had four beers. So uh, maybe that's why I can kick higher than you. Can check. What are you drinking? I'm drinking the uh, Wawa Winter Reserve Coffee <laughs> Stout. Can check? I did. Yeah, that's, we do that sometimes. <laughs> I'm drinking a Pike Limp Pills. No, I've never listened to this podcast. <laughs> that's fair. You're not alone. <laughs> uh, so Anyways. what are the results from the kicking contest, bud? I mean... I think you had it. Who's you? It's two Utes. These two Utes. It's me. I think he's saying Joey won, but <laughs> honestly, like I said, confirmation bias. I can kick. I mean, there's really no. High. Here's the thing. There's no way to gauge it mm-hmm. really. So I'm just eyeballing it. Yeah. And you already know that my vision's fucked. I think we can so, both kick higher than. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. So that's what really matters well, here. Funny, I can no, kick higher than Joey. <laughs> you know, technically, when you're doing a jump kick, I can kick higher than you there. That's higher than your standing kick, so I can kick higher than you. I didn't follow that, but I can kick over my own head. Same. That's all. I can kick you in the head if you want. <laughs> all right, we gotta get. We gotta try this again for sure. Anyway, um. Thank I just you. closed my notes. Oh, no. That's not good. <laughs> All right, go ahead. In the meantime, thank you for sponsoring this Patreon. Uh, <laughs> Cinepunks. Thank you for You're sponsoring. welcome. <laughs> thank you, Cinepunks. They got a Patreon going. Go to their Patreon for Cinepunks. Support them. Uh, I'm assuming it's just like patreon.com slash Cinepunks, but I don't know. Cinepunks is sick. 
they sponsor our, our episodes. Joey's bringing up his notes again, I, I think. No, I'm just looking at what my Bandcamp friends have bought lately. Oh, Sorry. Shit. Uh, You're good. Uh, thanks to Lehigh Valley, Valley Apparel Creations, xlvacx.com. Please, please, please go to Let's Hang Out on December 27th. Orange Cassidy just got announced officially, so you know it's going to be a good time. Um, wrestling bands, food, cool. Uh, check that out. And uh, if you have a need to have shirts printed or anything else printed from them on apparel, and right now, actually, in the month of December, they're doing a warm clothing drive. If you bring them a warm p- article of clothing, you're not going to wear it anymore anyway, just be honest. They'll hook you up with some LVAC merchandise. So that's can, pretty cool. Can we go back to the kicking contest? I wore <laughs> a track jacket, and I feel like it's impeding my ability. Like, I feel that's like... That's not what you, you said. Going into it, you said, I think the track jacket's going to help. You misunderstood me. But my track jacket makes me look old. Uh-huh. So I think it added years to my, my mental capacity. I think so we I have to wear the same well. thing. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. I got two pairs of joggers upstairs. Sick. And we can, Well, let's just no shirt it. Oh, oh, that's the problem. We're wearing shirts. <laughs> Should have been doing some. Let's just no shoe, no shirt, no service it, dude. The JCVD special. <laughs> we can do splits on my couches ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, I just did the Rob. He did the Van Rob Van Dam. Dam. <laughs> uh, dude, for the longest time, I thought Rob Van Dam was the. Uh, someone once told me he was the cousin of John Claude Van Dam. Ooh, John Claude. Uh, Belgian. Anyway, Spanish. you're listening to episode. <laughs> Why don't she is Joey? Uh, we're back, and we're back. Um, we watched. Oh, what did you watch? Um, I've Lately. been watching some stuff. We did the Cage and Travoltathon, so we watched. Uh, we watched Michael into Battlefield Earth, then into Face Off. So it transitioned from Travolta at that point over to Nick Cage. Where then we watched Bangkok Dangerous and Vampires Kiss. And that was a that was a tough one. That was tough, but was the day. the group of people that were there, we didn't have anybody come in or out. We, we just, just stayed all the, whole, did the day. whole thing. It was great. Rare. It was pretty impressive. Rare. I mean, I was a little late I to Michael. Just, yeah. I was going to give you the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the benefit of the doubt. I was dab, a little late to Michael, but because you were at the clown house. I was at clown house with right. a friend of the show, Evan. Uh, and uh, they still don't have t shirts for sale. It's messed up. Um, I also watched, as I've been known to do, a surf documentary called It Ain't Pretty about women in surfing, which was kind of cool. That's cool. Some good representation. I went What's that s- one on? Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Neat. Yes. Um, I went to see the new movie, 21 Bridges. Um, uh, with Chadwick Boseman Chadwick Boseman cool. it was filmed in Philly partially like in oh, Rittenhouse okay. so like some of the people that I worked with we would walk past the trailer a bunch we were like oh when it comes out we gotta go see it but yeah. wasn't that great did I tell you my story about 21 Bridges <laughs> let's hear it uh, they were filming sort of by Union Transfer okay and all along Spring Garden on my walk to the train were all like the production trailers and shit yeah and I was walking home one day and it was like midnight and there was some teamster just like sprawled out fucking sit on a chair and doing and I walked up to him and I was like yo man what's uh what are you guys filming and he looked at me and he said I don't know some fucking shit about bridges <laughs> and it's I was just, just like cool man see you later on the poster coincidentally that's yeah. kind of the takeaway from the movie honestly. so that's the really? ultimate title some fucking shit about bridges <laughs> well it started off it was 17 bridges and then when it was released it was 21 bridges yeah, they, they four just, more they just needed more bridges huh. yeah um, it got delayed from lack of bridges <laughs> yeah right I don't know. It's like a, a New York. It's like a. It takes place in New York, so it was cheaper to film in Philly, I guess. They filmed on the at the Fairmount stop on the Broad Street line, and then filmed on the Broad Street line because I guess it's cheaper yeah. than doing it in New York. Yeah, but, makes uh, sense. Yeah, shout out Philly. Um, and then two more things. Uh, I did an episode of Film Friends as well recently, where I did uh, uh, I did Headful of Honey and Over the Edge, which are both Matt Dillon movies. But then I went a little further and watched Rumblefish and Singles. 
So watch a bunch I've of I've never seen Rumble Fish. Rumble that's Fish. like his one, right? It's insane. It's, it's so like good. the one. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really good. And then uh, I watch Gleaming the Cube with Christian yeah, Slater. Yeah. Which is Christian like the, Slater. <laughs> it's that weird era of like Asian fetish American movies. Where, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's real weird. But Tony Hawk's in it. He's sick. So, yeah. Decent that's movie. cool. Yeah. What about you, man? What do you want um, I was going to bring up the Travolta Cage Marathon, but you already did. So that's cool. Feel free uh, to talk about it. No, it's all right. Um, well, I would just say there's one good movie in that bunch, and it's Face Off. <laughs> Michael Michael wasn't terrible. Michael wasn't terrible, actually. Uh, Bangkok Dangerous and Battlefield Earth were terrible. Yeah. And Vampire's, Vampire's Kiss, Kiss was just bizarre. Bizarre. Not as good as I remember it being. Tough to end a marathon on that one. Yeah. And then um, I was on that episode of Fun Friends. I, we talked about Godzilla, so we watched Shin Godzilla and Godzilla vs. Megalon. Kick. Um, pretty sweet. Check that out. I tried to say sick and cool, and it came out as kick. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's just the theme. Keep with the theme. And then last night, I actually went to the Trestle Inn for uh, toku- Tokusatsu at the Trestle, which is friend Skyler uh, hosts a 70, 60s and 70s uh, Japanese TV show night there where he shows like four episodes of old uh, shows that, you know, not dissimilar from like Ultraman and Power Rangers type stuff. Hell yeah. So we watched episode of Kamen Rider, uh, episode of Inazuman, uh, Kikeda 01, and Jack uh, It was sweet. <laughs> All the money, they do it once a month. So check it out. Look it up. Um, and what's can, it, what's it can, called again? It's at the Trestle. but Tokusatsu at the Trestle. You can find Tokusatsu. it through the Filamoka Facebook page because it, it was at Filamoka. Now that Filamoka is temporarily no more yeah um they they put all their money towards bringing phil mocha back so go check it out for that reason honestly yeah. uh it was super fun nice that rules yeah Yo, you know what else I've, it was on in the background but jaws the mayor from jaws is also mr robinson from the graduate he's just like the ultimate asshole that actor yeah. is like the worst <laughs> uh but i mean i didn't watch the whole movie so i can't i can't take Whoa. credit for watching the movie my bad um anything else all I got. All right, cool. Onwards to Three Ninjas Kickback, the sequel to Three Ninjas. I thought I had seen this movie before, but I have not. Hmm. I think. Um, I think I've seen the first one and the third one. Go on. Go on. Sorry. That's it. You can go ahead and play the first line. I will. We spent last summer, like every summer, training at our grandfather's cabin. But this summer, Grandpa wanted to give us the ultimate test. We just got two Got good. Your level is still ninja daycare. Now yours is. Oh, up you two. Grandpa said we still had lots to learn. How long does this go on for? Still going. Uh, that's where we'll cut it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so much of that is just fighting and pan flutes. It's a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the three ninjas movies are the three ninjas, the three ninjas kick back. What are they- their names? <laughs> Name three ninjas. Tum Tum, Rocky, and Colt? Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Cool. Dude, Colt is such a cult. 
yeah. in this movie. He looks totally. like some little shit that would be named Colt. He you really know, does. yeah. <laughs> the the movies in order are the three ninjas. The three ninjas kick back. The three ninjas knuckle up, and then the three ninjas high noon at Mega Mountain, which is the one with Jim Varney and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the last uh, Jim Varney. So I watched this movie over the course of three days. <laughs> nice, because I could not. Did I you have just to, couldn't keep watching it. Did you have to re-rent it? No, so you get the 48 hours. Oh, you got you snuck just under. I just did. Well, right about now, actually, is when the, my rental would be expiring. Okay. Because I started at Wednesday. No, today's Thursday. I started Tuesday night. Nice. Uh, and every time I brought it up to Evan that I was watching it, he'd be like, oh, is that the one with Hulk Hogan? <laughs> I said, no, that's Mega, High Noon at Mega Mountain, the fourth one. And I he think, would say, there's four of them. Yeah, I think that's the only one I haven't seen. I definitely saw the first one. Yeah, I haven't and seen I think four at Knuckle all. Up more so. This is the one I've probably seen the least. But when I was a little kid, the, the original was great. Yeah. The original's um, cool. When they get the masks, that's that part's cool. You're like, man, up. I want the mask. Yeah. My, they barely rock the masks in this one, honestly. F- barely, yeah. My friend in middle school had the three masks in his room, which I thought was awesome. What? That was like uh, merchandise, or he made them? He didn't make them, no. He was cool. a young boy. <laughs> yeah, he didn't make them, no. He was a young boy. Um, I think Rocky is a different kid than the first movie. Colt is the same kid, and I think Tum Tum is, is also a different, different kid, kid from the first movie, but then the kid from the first movie comes back in the third movie. Oh, weird. Which is interesting, too, because the third movie was filmed before the second, but released after the second. <laughs> this whole franchise is fucked. <laughs> uh, I brought this up earlier, but I'll just get out of the way now. Pretty sure Rocky looks exactly like Mark Mark Manchoff, friend of the show. <laughs> Bring him up again. Uh, uh, if you're listening, Mark, look him up. It's, it'd be like looking in a mirror, brother. Yeah. Uh, especially when he's got the glasses on. They kind of dress the same, too, to be honest. Uh <laughs> I want to bring up something that you brought up early as well. What this is that? Kim Jong-un's favorite movie. <laughs> it's not wild. I mean, I can't verify that that's true, but that's wild. That's what it says on IMDb. A number of high-level defectors from the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea have stated that Three Ninjas Kickback was a childhood favorite of Kim Jong-un. It's funny to call them defectors. <laughs> that was like a mouthful. That was, yes. I, I kind of flubbed it a little bit, but you get, okay. the, you get the gist. So the plot of this movie is that Grandpa, uh, who is Egg Chen from Big Trouble in Little China. He's in so much stuff. Okay, yes. He's also in a lot of other but No, things. I mean, like, not... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely like I know him from that as well. But yeah. when he, he's like one of those guys when you see him, you're like, have I? I've seen this guy two hundred times. Yeah, just like there's a dude. He was in Gleaming the Cube as well. But there's a guy from Big Trouble in Little it, China. Dude, no. He's one of the guys, one of like the the warriors from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's like in the war. He's like a very notable guy with a very, pretty like aggressive Fu Manchu. He's in a lot of movies. Nice. But, yeah. Same kind of vibe. Um, Grandpa. Grandpa's a spry little fucker, isn't he's he? He's very nimble. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the beginning. There's all those like it's like a kids movie with all the fast cuts and stuff, and it's Grandpa doing backflips and yeah, he's doing crazy backflips. They're yeah. trying. He's he's like trying to test them. Mm-hmm. I like it when Tum Tum's disguised as the bush. Oh yeah, and he's like trying to sneak up on him. And mm-hmm. Grandpa whoops that ass. He sure does. He sure does. Um, I also saw that all of the Japanese songs in this movie are actually Korean. So yeah, that's a weird, a nice flaw piece of trivia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got? In the beginning, there's a ninja that picks a lock with a throwing star. So that's kind of weird. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Is oh, that, how do you feel about the henchmen? Who like the Steven Seagal metalhead, the Polly well, Shore metalhead? I wrote head. the Winnebago henchmen <laughs> look like Garth, AJ from the Backstreet Boys, and Bob Ross. Which one's AJ from the... Oh, AJ from the Backstreet Boys is Steven Seagal. He's the guy the with, guy like with the, the, the skull the cap backwards and the, hat and, and the, the long hair. And the goatee? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have long hair, does he? Oh, he has like a little ponytail. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I only I never figured out his name. 
in the movie, but the other two's names are Glam and Slam. Mm. Glam is the, the blonde guy. They're in like the metal band. And then the Bob Ross looking guy's name is Slam. Actually, now that I'm on the IMDb, <laughs> the Backstreet Boys looking guy's name is Vinny. <laughs> so Great. Glam, Slam, and Vinny. That's kind of good. That, you know, things come in threes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, there's a lot of fart, farting jokes in this movie that I didn't <laughs> think went over super well. Um, it was basically like a lot of it was Home Alone. Yeah, Especially so when they break into the house and the Garth guy, Glam, is on his like wireless mic just shouting in the forest. Yeah. Uh, so it's a mix of Home Alone because there's all the booby traps. Home Alone 2 because the mom screams at one point she, when she realizes the kids aren't there and it cuts to a plane landing. Yeah, I was wondering if she had any actual lines in this. I don't remember her actually speaking. Except maybe when they're getting in the car to go somewhere. True. Oh, and there's also like a talk boy. They use like the, they use the. They do uh, use like a fake talk boy. Yeah. Like the, it was like a. It's the voicemail. What do you call this? Answering machine. <laughs> use an answering machine. <laughs> no. Oh, when they're making the phone call, pretending to be grandpa. Correct. To the airline. Yeah. Agency. And then it was like heavyweights because there was just a bunch of disgusting food shit all over the place. So I don't Yo, know. Uh, I found, I, I found us a reference to us in the movie. Okay. When the guy slam says, come on, cheesehead. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I found us in the movie. You are Nurse Shibuya, and I am uh, Nurse Haino. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Haino the huge one? Uh, She's like that's, eight that's feet tall. Shibuya. Okay, that's, that's me. I, I'm Haino. Yeah, Shibuya I am tall because I can kick higher. Yeah. That's, that's not uh, how that works. <laughs> that, um, that scene was kind of a thing. It yeah. was funny, I guess. Do you want to try and comes get... out with the big needle. needle. And grandpa's like, ah, fine. And well. his hair's like, in, like in one cut, his hair's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time, his hair's fine. <laughs> He's like, I don't want you. You're the mean nurse. And then an even more mean nurse. Comes She's in. like, well, good. Cause I'm just clocked out. And then the meaner nurse shows up. Nurse Shibuya. Um, um, can you guess the name of the, the movie before it was released? It's working title. You can just go to Japan. Yes, you can. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew that, but True. I would have maybe guessed that anyway. <laughs> True. There's a, a really good uh, Visa product placement when uh, Rocky's like, first, I'll take care of the tickets. And then he busts out like a mad fresh Visa card and it like zooms in on the logo almost. Okay. Um, I like the weird like Benny Hill-esque moments where it gets really fast. <laughs> yeah. Like when the crazy guy drives into the airport and it's just like he just oh, keeps yeah. looking back at them over and over yeah, over, sh- over his shoulder and they're really just screaming. Yeah, that's super weird. <laughs> um, There's a lot of weird uh, Japanese, like, they love baseball, apparently, in Japan. They love American culture and baseball, but then it just kept being, like... Well, I thought it was crazy. Sorry, go ahead. It just kept getting more and more, like, stereotypical. It did, and I thought it was it made, it made was really stupid when they... Okay, so, not to jump ahead too far, but then there's that, like, ninja tournament in the middle. After they've gone to Japan and given Grandpa his knife back... Uh, they go to the, like this ninja tournament just because they like want something to do or whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then number sixteen goes to the finals, but he gets injured. So then Colt steals his clothes as he's getting carried away. Mm-hmm. Steals his clothes and poses as sixteen to fight in the final. And then he fights somebody, gets beat. Turns out, oh my yeah. god, it's a girl. And then um. Where's I going with this? Oh, sure. then they become pals, and they're like, "Hey, we'll teach you baseball." If you teach us how to be ninjas, better. which is weird because I thought they were good at ninja. They're good at ninja, and like Japanese baseball 
those athletes are more talented than American baseball players for yeah. the most part. So it's very interesting. Uh, yeah. I was like, okay, weird. Um, but uh, well, the the girl brought in another chant instead of Rocky loves Emily, it became Rocky loves Mio. Uh, so that was like another good yeah. callback. From the they first. don't did they ever kiss? They almost kissed, and then someone burst yeah, through the wall. Oh, it was the brothers. They were like wrestling and laughing. Yeah, and they just fell through the wall. They were farting around. They were farting around those little farts. Did you see? So like toward the end, it's like oh, the the kid sacrificed his baseball game so he could go help his grandfather. Ha ha, family, whatever. But at the end, they get back in time for the baseball game. There's so much buildup and letdown over that foul ball, dude. <laughs> I like thought the whole run. baseball scene was like so unnecessary and it felt like it was just like the movie it felt like the movie could have ended right before it mm-hmm. but then they're like oh we didn't make this movie long enough yeah and then they're That's like let's just add this 25 minute baseball scene at the end did you recognize the umpire from anything uh yeah i wrote yo the umpire's definitely in all caps yo the umpire's definitely the neighbor from that 70s show and i refuse to look it up donna's yeah, dad that's definitely am him. i right yes i mean yes. I, I think that's who it is that's 100 percent. like oh, he's my favorite character in the movie the first time you see him he's like biting down on the giant cigar inside of his mask and just screaming and he's like all right well play ball then after the kids are like mad late to the game yeah I love that shit. He's great. Speaking of people that you recognize, like I didn't look this up either, but the kid that tries to fight Mio at the end, the, yeah, the Asian he, woman. The kid that looks like he's like 25 years old. Is that Budnick playing, from Salute Your Shorts? No. It's not? Definitely not. Oh. Uh, well, but I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, I, the pitcher, is that what you're talking about? The pitcher yeah. for the Mustangs? Yeah, yeah. I, he looks like he's 25 years old for he sure. He definitely was. What is like, what's up with the rules of this game? Because you got three brothers that are sometimes like eight years old. Rocky's like 13 probably. What's the oh no, he's probably like 15, really. What's the what's the age cap here? <laughs> what are the rules? Their dad's the coach, they'll do whatever they want. There's another weird part of the baseball game where uh this kid <sighs> Gerald Thomas comes up to bat and everyone puts clothespins on their nose. And I was like there's a really this like a whole unexplained bit here where Gerald spells bad. Uh there's a lot of like farting earlier on in the movie <laughs> the one well, the one kid farted on Tum Tum. Okay. Is it maybe well, that maybe same that's, kid? Maybe it was the same kid. I Could didn't be. even know. Um, I've had to say fart three times today, and you know, I'm, I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> Too much farting in this movie. Uh, uh, there's a weird set piece of like the Goonies Indiana Jones part where like the cave was collapsing, and it looked hell, like, yeah, hella it cheap. looked super bad, it looked really dumb. Uh, and then there was like no cave of gold, but then actually all the walls are gold. There's like a giant dragon made of gold in yeah, there. It was nuts. That was very Goonies. It, you know, Goonies is a pretty good comparison actually. Cause yeah. they're, when they're grandpa, they like the bad guys kind of get him to go in the cave to unlock it with the knife. Right. And, uh, and then he ends up being <laughs> friends with like his old rival again. Sounds like a crazy, like sounds like you had a stroke. They get grandpa to go in there and unlock the wall of the cave with a knife. I sound like Tyler, honestly. I think I'm channeling Tyler right now. The Kingslayer Chronicles. (laughs) Um, Okay, I have a question for you. Yes. So when the... Well, I guess two questions for you. My first question is a light one. Am I crazy or do the ninja costumes make the kids look like they're Mennonite when their hoods are up? (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. Uh, and You're not my, crazy. My second one. Call me crazy. You're crazy. Uh, <laughs> my second one is when the goons dress as nurses to get the dagger from grandpa in the hospital. Yes. Who is less convincing? Hold on. It's going to leave. I'm going to go to bed. Cool. Later, dude. Bye. Thanks for hanging, mystery guest. Yeah. Uh, I still think I kicked higher. Nope. It was me. Anyway. <laughs> he shrugged. That means yes. When the goons go to the, or dress as nurses, who's a less 
Well, who's a more convincing nurse in disguise or disguise as a nurse? <laughs> those guys or the Joker? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> If you guys haven't watched The Dark Knight recently, which I haven't either, but I think it was like making its rounds on Twitter. I almost forgot how crazy it is that he that the Joker con- walks up wearing a mask, a tiny mask that covers his mouth. And then when he takes it off, Harvey Dent just goes like, oh, that's no, when you. he realizes it wasn't like the face surrounding them, the mask <laughs> or like the bright red hair, like everything about it is that scene so is funny. hilarious. Have you seen the new Joker movie yet? No, not yet. No, same. I have so many movies that I need to see before the end of the year. I'm that, actually, I'm just going to rattle them off. I made a list of them today. Dude, I have a list too still, but I've watched some of the movies, but I'm going to save them for another episode to talk about them. So I'm not going to talk about my list. I've got them kind of in order. I want to see Uncut Gems, Sound of Metal, Mr. America, Marriage Story, Strange Negotiations, Joker, Irishman, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Dolomite is My Name, Emma, Australian Dream, Jojo Rabbit, and Pain and Glory. Damn, dude. I share a few of those. I got 13 movies to make up before the year's done. That's so hard. That's I have I have some as well. I'm actually just going to share the ones that I haven't watched yet. Let's um, hear it. I still need to see... Herman, what do you need to see? Herman, what's up, dude? How you doing? She's sniffing the microphone. Uh, it's, it's a wild episode. I still need to see Honey Boy, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, and The Lighthouse. Ooh, those uh, last two are sick. In the theater. And then I... Ones that I know are streaming or can rent. I need to see Ad Astra, uh, The Farewell, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, and Marriage Story. Damn, I got to add two to, the, two to that list. Ad Astra and The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yep. Um, I heard both are very good. Oh, my gosh. I lost my notes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, here we go. Uh, I had one more note about the movie, I think. Um Oh, okay. So a thought I had after the scene where they beat up the sumo dude on the roof. Okay. I don't even know what the dagger does anymore. <laughs> and then I remembered it. On a, it opened the cave up. So never. Yeah, mind. but that's all it was. It was it supposed was to go to the winner of the fucking tournament. Yeah, and then what are they going to do with it? They don't know about the cave. Yeah, they I just think it's a celebratory it. knife. Uh, I also hated the freeze, the Looney Tunes like freeze frame at the end where the kids like. Tum Tum goes like, I hope there's more food in our next adventure. Okay, see ya, bye, <laughs> wink. Like, yeah, I don't, and it's like the the circle around him. So weird. Like the that's all folks looking shit. There's no need for that. Um, Have you seen? Yeah, it? there's a part where Tum Tum breaks the fourth wall as well. There's a lot of. I mean, there's in a the, lot of during the movie. Stuff in this movie. Have I seen what? Have you seen Surf Ninjas and like Karate Kid and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like I mean, I those definitely movies get, do it better. I think sure. they definitely do it better. I mean, Surf Ninjas is objectively I mean, not even a very the good movie. Three either, Ninjas is way better. I feel like I watched the original Three Ninjas and Surf Ninjas a lot when I was a little boy. Yeah, I, 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 I wonder if the original is actually good. I just don't think you're supposed to revisit movies that you liked when you were younger because it's like meeting your heroes and you'll be let down. <laughs> oh, that's shit, <maybe laughs> but yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, um, that's all I got. I wrote down the tags. I, I don't think this is a segment that anyone has ever looked forward to, so maybe this will be the last time we do the tags, unless you can think of a good argument for I it. I mean, I think we come up with, there's some pretty funny <laughs> ones sometimes. This one doesn't really have that many good ones. We might need to come up with a better segment. We might need to come up with more segments. Maybe another music segment would be good, too. Yeah, but the thing is, one of the... Never mind. Go ahead. Katana, teenager fighting adult, kicked in the face, punched in the stomach, punched in the mouth, punched in the face, breaking and entering Asian girl, Asian man, beating... Roundhouse kick, child fighting adult, ambush, invincible henchman, three man army, shout out three man cannon, children, brother brother relationship, cave of gold, and car trouble. <laughs> What's the uh, number one move for car trouble? I don't know. I I, I just clicked it. It's yeah. Zodiac. <laughs> 
Oh, that's a big plot point of that movie and of the history. Number two event. is Logan. Number three, Back to the Future. <laughs> nice. Oh, Cave of Gold had like surprisingly oh, yeah, more that's movies than Cave I thought. Cave of Gold. I got it pulled up. Um, Cave of Gold. Number one's National Treasure, I think. It is. Which one? Probably the first one. No, it's Book of Secrets. Ooh. Number two is somebody I've never heard of called okay. Eureka from 1983 like Eureka's Castle but the movie takes place in 1925 oh my god three ninjas kick back is number three I mean they're only like four in Cave five. of Gold there's definitely way more movies with Cave of Gold I feel like Indiana Jones has a Cave of Gold right well not on the IMDB tags that's fucked up oh Child Martial Arts <laughs> that's a good one what's the first what do you think the first one is Karate Kid nope with Jaden Smith nope Kick Ass oh what do you think the second one is Karate Kid with Jaden Smith nope Rush Hour 3 Anyway, wait, what is that one? Rush Hour Three. But what was the tag again? Uh, children, child martial arts. Huh. I never. I don't even know if I've seen Rush Hour Three. At this Number point. three doesn't really count because it's the TV series Dragon Ball. Oh. Uh, and then <laughs> number four, five, and six and seven are all the three ninjas movies yes nice dude the tag system of IMDb could use some work if you're listening <laughs> IMDb uh, admins and execs. Put in a little more work, please. The last one I'll do is, what do you think the number one result for a male-female relationship tag is? When Harry met Sally? Not even in the top ten. Well, I mean, there's a male-female relationship. It's love, in actually. Oh. I've never seen that. That's a Christmas movie, right? I think so, yeah. I've never seen it. Christmas coming up next week, folks. Do your shopping. I haven't started. Oof. Is it really next week? As it's the time, in like at, two weeks. At the time of the release, yes. Yeah, you're right. Um... Yeah, uh, let's do a little segment we like to go. Tasty notes. All right. Oh, we cool. have music for this one. I forgot. Yeah. What do I, you got? I just said I don't know. They eat, they eat a lot of food, mostly tum tum, and then whatever they kicked in that video, the promo video for kick that turned into ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> oh, uh, lemon meringue pie or no banana cream pie? Banana, banana cream pie. pie. Slam yeah. thinks it's lemon meringue, and then he goes banana cream. You idiot. <laughs> Uh, that's I all had, I got. Nothing. I had banana cream pie and Mountain Dew Kickstart. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and then I heart. had a second note. It just said Orange Crush, Shasta, and eggs. He beams him with some eggs, dude. Yes, he does. And he had Shasta in the fridge and he Orange gets Crush. Rocked with an egg. He gets rocked with an egg. He gets rocked with an egg. I won't say it again. He gets rocked with an egg. He gets uh, rocked with an egg. Ooh. Just call me uh, Joey Two Mics. Now we would like to do a segment we like to call wine or cheese, where you, where we t- uh, try to guess if this quote is from the movie or the or musical record portion of the show. I won't call you Joey too much, but I'll call you Joey Jojo Junior Shabadoo. Thanks. If only was still down here for that one. Is he a big fan of Mo Sislak? This is a big Samson's fan. <laughs> That's the worst name I ever heard. Hey, Joey Jojo. <laughs> Uh, all right, so this is a segment called Wine or Cheese, where you try to guess whether it's from the movie or the uh, music portion of the show. I had two. I have four. Four. All right, I'm going to let you go then. All right. I'll do two, you do two, and then I'll do two. <laughs> Perfect. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I wear a mask, even though I know it's illegal. I only have one in this case. That is from d <laughs> <laughs> All right, my second one is uh, I'm working with idiots. That sounds like it's from the movie, but it's from the show. Or it's from the album. No, it's from the movie. It Glam, is from the movie. Glam says it about okay. his henchmen friends. Seem too on the nose. Um, I'll do my one. If you don't call, then no one has to know. That's from the record. It is. It's from Splinter. Now you got to do the other two. Cause All right. Sorry, I had to burp. Um, That's okay. 
<laughs> that was Joey. Uh, what are you going to do? Talk us to death? It's from the movie. Yes. It's and when uh, Ninja takes out a phone. Mm-hmm. And the cult says that to him. <laughs> Uh, and then my last one is thought about writing song and jerked off instead. <laughs> nice. That's definitely, that's a Rocky says that cause he's the only one who's pubescent. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's the only one that's horny in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's from yeah. the song kick. <laughs> all in all, I liked the album. Love the album. The movie did what it did. I thought I liked this one. Honestly, the movie was like, um, it's a kid's horrible, movie. but, I had I had like a stride where I was like having fun taking notes on it. Yeah, at least so. I was. So I did it while I was working. I worked from home and I watched the movie while I was working. Yeah. So I was half paying attention. I'd have to rewind it a lot to get to some of the parts. So like, it didn't get my full undivided attention. Maybe I would have liked it a little more. But maybe if I was sitting there just watching, I would have been like, "Oh God, I can't wait till this is over." Yeah, yeah. I hear that. Um, I don't know. I thought. I mean, I hope this is a good episode. I hope you guys like it. We had fun. We I think that goes for all those parts out <laughs> he's not gonna listen to this anyway it's he's, gonna be he a, didn't make it this far it's gonna be a hell of an episode to edit i just realized <laughs> that um the next two episodes are gonna be really fun though we got a a repeat guest and a new guest we've been trying to get for a while yeah and they're both themed so to start off 2020 we're gonna have two really fun episodes for you they may or may not be covering the same band <laughs> and they may or may not be covering incredibly different movies <laughs> oh yeah that is true um I want to do, let's talk about some ideas for what we want to do in 2020. Okay. I want to, I want is this our last episode of the year? It is. We're doing right now? Yeah. Oh, wow, dude. Okay. I really want to do a, a cheap date episode where we go to the movie or go to the show or both. That would be cool. Be I really would like fun. that. Um, It'd be cool to do um, more sort of uh, road reports from stuff in yeah. general. I do love a like good road report. Like how we did with Let's Hang Out. Recorded in the car. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be great. Um, I would love to have just in general more guests. Yeah, I feel like we could start running through some more, some more guests, some more people that we know. Start yeah. abusing our friendships with people. Start, you know, abusing our friendships with people as well. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. What else you got? I don't know. I feel like we could do more like unscripted stuff too. I feel like those are kind of the fun ones where we just kind of roll with it. Oh, where we have we we don't have the stuff to talk about. We just. We just rip it. I feel like we've done we that a couple times. It up, dude. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is interesting stuff. We could probably do more to. contests, uh, <laughs> kick contests. I, Dude, I definitely kicked higher than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an alpha male, and I won't hear otherwise. Oh, yeah. True. Um, all right. Well, I don't know how interesting this was for people to listen to to, to peer behind the curtain, but uh, yeah, again, thanks for listening. Support pa- uh, Patreon for Cinepunks and support Lehigh Valley Papero Creations. Papero. Lehigh Valley Papero Creations. And I guess we'll see you next time. Hey, we'll see you next year, losers. I started saying see you next time when I like leave an establishment that I like as if it makes me sound cool or something like that. Like I think I sound cool. and I say that at work when like a regular leaves. Well, that's the thing. I say that. I'll see you next time. But I say that as the regular to the people where I'm like, okay, cool. I'll see you next time. And then I'm there like a week later. I think it's okay. I just started. I, it depends I, on if they like you before you say that. I would hope they like me. But if I've, they don't, then they're just like, God, that guy doesn't actually come back. I started relying too heavily on it. I think. I, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you like say it. Say it all the time. My okay. So I had a phrase that got out of hand where I can't stop saying it at work now. Uh oh. Which is um. What do I say? I don't know. It doesn't. I can't think of it when it's not organic. I think I just say like, uh, take it easy. 
Oh, I love saying take it easy. That's take it I, easy is like my catchphrase at work. I'm like, yeah, take it easy, man. I'll sign off on my emails with take care or take it easy a lot of times. Yeah. Take it easy. So, all right. Well, thank you for listening and uh, take it easy.